the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This 1440 mobile app. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Officials in Tijuana say the Mexican border city faces a humanitarian crisis because of the approximately 5,000 Central American migrants gathered there in hopes of winning asylum in the United States. Meanwhile, military affairs analyst Colonel Robert McGinnis says the deployment of U.S. troops to the border has proved effective in reinforcing both infrastructure and border patrol support. I suspect that uh, you know, their work uh, will not have been in vain. That they've sent a very clear message geopolitically. And, of course, they've sent a message to the people uh, that are marching north uh, toward our border. Uh, and I think the president has made a, a pretty good uh, you know, position for himself. Black Friday sales said to be robust this year, according to some spending groups. The day was expected to rake in $23 billion. That's a $2 billion increase over last year. This is SRN News. Napa know-how. Right now, Napa has five quart jugs of Pennzoil or Valvoline full synthetic motor oil for $23.99. That's one heck of a deal for all weather engine protection. So whether you're driving in Phoenix, Arizona, Duluth, Minnesota, or down the street to the grocery store, the right oil for your ride is just $23.99. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General state's pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 12-31-18. Have you ever considered how important a good night's sleep is to your overall health? Hi, it's Lee Michaels here for Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds. Have you ever heard the phrase, sleep well, live well? Well, besides all the wonderful health benefits and affordable pricing my friends at Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds offer... They would like you to call 763-325-5253 and enter the November sweepstakes for your opportunity to win your own carbon cool adjustable bed valued at $1,600 and without any obligation or purchase required. Enter your name and address. They'll send you an information packet that will help you understand the many health and lifestyle benefits you can truly enjoy with your own carbon cool adjustable bed. Five different models, as well as many pricing options to meet your needs. Call my friends at Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds. They'll answer all your questions. 763-325-5253, 763-325-5253, and ask about their senior discounts, too. If you could cook up the world's greatest radio station, what ingredients would you need? We'd start by mixing in high-quality, free-range wellness experts. Then we'd add in a generous scoop of the topics that matter most to you. Finally, we'd stir in a certified organic website full of helpful resources and garnish with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not some half-baked idea. It's on the air right now. Wellness Radio 1570, online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Good morning and welcome, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Thanks for listening today. It's a bit of a different opening here. Uh, happy Thanksgiving weekend to you. So maybe that'll be our our sort of uh, holiday-themed uh, beginning to the King Banyan Show here. Um, kind of a gloomy day, but I hope you're having a great Thanksgiving weekend. By our tradition, we take uh, we take some people out to dinner on Thanksgiving uh uh, and then uh, we then we visit with some other friends who live out of town on on Friday yesterday, as I'm recording it to you here back here in. Um, not often, but uh, once in a great while, and um, 
In fact, we had just we had just uh, sang together at a church uh, week ago uh, last Sunday. Yeah, just last Sunday. So that was fun uh, to do, and and we we played a little music last night. We ate a little bit, and now um, now get right back into the uh, exercise and diet routine after having a day or so to sort of have some other fun uh, things that you deal with uh, sometimes instead. Uh, anyway, um, if you look at uh, if you look at your at where you are right now, I'm talking to my wife. There was an article. I need to find it. The worst year to live, 545 A.D. And my wife's question was, well, how exactly do we know that? And and I said, well, I haven't read what they wrote, so this is just speculative. But but I would say I would say regardless of what one thinks about what the worst year to live is, I would think the best year to live, in fact, is right now. And so as I as I think about the Thanksgiving holiday and think about what I'm doing during Thanksgiving, one of the things I give thanks for is that now is the time in which I live, because it is in fact the the best time to be alive. Um, you know, I, I I say you know I say to most people, would you rather have cancer now or if you were alive a hundred years ago? Would you like that same diagnosis now or then? And the answer is, of course, you'd want it now. We've got much better ways of of curing disease now than we've had at any time. If you think about, uh, we were trying to think about 545. Would that be Pompeii and 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 the volcanoes? And I, I don't think that's actually right. But I thought to myself, well, you know, think about the fact that if you had a volcano, if you had an earthquake, if you had a tsunami, if you had a tornado. What kind of shelter did you have, and what was your survivability rate? As I, remind, as I often remind people, it was Thomas Hobbes who referred to life, you know, when he was alive in the 17th century as being nasty, brutish, and short. 18th, sorry, excuse me, 18th century. Uh, nasty, brutish, and short. Life is not short. We could argue about its brutality. But life is not nasty. <laughs> life is pretty good. I get up in the morning, I, you know, woken by my 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 you know wa- digital watch that is on my wrist. Um, I grab my cell phone and 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 check the news and check any messages that came in overnight. What's in my mailbox this morning? And I do this all pretty much for free there's a recent piece i tweeted to you i read this morning from uh, jillian tett at the uh, at the financial times in london about a session that was at those imf meetings back in october the session was on the measurement of gdp something that is near and dear to the hearts of many people for different reasons some of us don't believe that you can measure it all some people think measuring uh, economic performance is the road down which we go when we want to control the economy and do things that we shouldn't be doing and interfering with economic activity. That's all true. But the point of the story today, the point of the story that uh, Ms. Tett writes, which, I, which is fabulous, is GDP doesn't measure things that don't involve the exchange of money for goods. When I check to see how my friends are doing on Facebook, I'm not spending any additional money to do that. Yes, I spend money on the on the uh, broadband connection that's in my house. Yes, I spent money for the cell phone and the cell service that's in my ha- that 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 I have on on the phone that's sitting by my right hand, which never seems to be able to leave my side. But. Not, you know what? I don't, I don't pay for Facebook. I'm, in fact, bartering my data for the services that they provide. That's the way to think about it. I think it is the best way, and as, Tet, as Ms. Tet points out. The best way to think about, think about Facebook is I'm giving you my data, and in return for that, you're going to let me stay in contact and chat with all of my friends and family. Okay? If you decide that's a good deal, great. You participate. And when they take your data and they sell it to Cambridge Analytica, sorry, man, 
It's a deal you made. Um, and if you don't like it, don't use it. Pick up the phone and, you know, pick up the phone and call your family instead of posting a selfie around your Thanksgiving table. Either of those are possible, but you don't have to do them. My, my mother, my God bless her. I have to call her. She does not, she does not, she has email she's got a connection in her house, but she will not use Facebook because she saw a story about how they collect data and said, I don't want them knowing that about me. That's fine, mom, but that means pictures of, pictures of your great grandchild. Okay. My grandson. You're not going to see when they go up on the internet. Oh, that's okay. Your daughter-in-law will send them to me because she always does. And she does. And I'm thankful for that. She brings joy to my mother's life by, by sending those pictures, pictures of the boy to, to, uh, to her. That's terrific. Uh, the estimate, by the way, in the United States, there's probably $44 billion added to GDP from the free services we get from Facebook. How much do we get from Google? How much do your kids get from Snapchat? Because if you're my age, you don't know, use Snapchat. Come on, man. Um, you know, how do you get how how do you get those things? Right? How do they arise? They arise from a market that is that that has figured out ways for us to exchange with each other. The reason I talk so much about trade, the reason why why I, I I celebrate from the news this morning, or I think it was yesterday morning, that that meeting between President Trump and President Xi of China that will happen at the uh, G20 meetings in Argentina next week, Peter Navarro will not be going on the trip. All right? I'd have popped a, cha- a champagne bottle if I had one. That's fantastic news. Why? Because I can't think of a soul more than him who fails to understand that adage from Adam Smith so many years ago. That the gains from trade, the the benefit of, of specializing and exchanging, okay, that that gain is only limited by the width of the circle of borrowers of, of excuse me of traders you have to be with. The more people you can trade with, the more you can specialize in exchange and increase your your consumption, not your production, your consumption. Down to that moment when you got bored with this monologue and picked up your phone and checked your Facebook. Somebody created that. And it's really cool that somebody created that. And in that creation... You got a benefit. They didn't do it for your benefit. They did it for themselves. But you have these free goods that we don't even know how to put into GDP statistics. We don't know how to measure accurately the value of household work. We don't, have, we, we don't know how to measure a gift exchange. We don't know how to measure the value. We don't know precisely in the same way how to measure the value of of google becoming a verb don't know that let's google it is it a verb we use that didn't exist 20 years ago for all these things this is why thanksgiving should be something we celebrate all right we should give thanks for, for things that we don't understand. Okay. We, we should give thanks for, for an economy that broke free of millennia of creating a subsistence level of living for everybody except this, this very thin veneer of people at the top. Nobility. Kings and queens. Save for them. We created instead. 
an economy where all of a sudden all of a sudden goods were able to filter down like shelter that could survive a storm medicine that could cure that could cure illnesses many illnesses not all i've been enjoying a tv series uh called uh, uh deutschland 83 and 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 its second deutschland 86 the beauty of this series in in, in the 83 series is the presence of characters who de- who who contract aids in 1983 it was a death sentence it's not so and, and it dominated we had we had we had large festivals of bands getting together to help finance uh, research to cure aids guess what it worked it's not a we don't talk about it in the same way we used to because we've got a handle on how to deal with that we we okay those things are, are are cured but they come down not just to these major things that we somewhat take for granted and why thanksgiving is important but i even give thanks for the fact that during during thanksgiving dinner my 20 something year old daughter could pick up her phone and check and check her messages and check her snapchat and so on i give thanks for the fact that 25 years ago that wasn't possible and that too is a value of the market and so thanks to markets as well as to family and to friends for good health we'll be back after this you're listening to the king banyan show on business 1440 Mom always used to say, you are what you eat. And she was right. But who knows what's healthy anymore? Here's something. Drink Super Beets. Super Beets is a circulation superfood. Just one glass a day helps give you the cardiovascular power of this amazing vegetable. Why is this important to you? It's all about healthy blood flow. If you're over 40, your body may be losing its efficiency around energy, stamina, and even maintaining healthy blood pressure. Drinking good-for-you superfoods helps feed your body's cardiovascular and circulatory system and boost your stamina and energy at the core level. Professional and college athletes trust Superbeats to help them be their best, and you should too. Go to elderbeats.com and try Superbeats for yourself. And right now you get an additional 30-day supply of Superbeats for no additional cost with your first order, plus free shipping. Go to elderbeats.com today or call 800-996-3406. 800-996-3406. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. You're finally thinking about retirement, and I'm sure you're wondering, do I have enough money to retire? Will I be able to take that trip, buy that special something, or visit the kids? Now is the time to get your arms around your money, protect and grow your nest egg, so you can live out your retirement dreams. Join us at Online Trading Academy. Call us for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. Right now on thefishtwincities.com, you'll hear chestnuts roasting on an open fire and new favorites. Today the Holy Son of God is born in Bethlehem. 
We're the station that keeps Christ in Christmas, spreading joy all season long at thefishtwincities.com. Listen while you travel with the free Fish mobile app. Supported by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Boy, if coffee wasn't enough, this music will get you fired up. King Daniel Show, Business 1440. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the lovely notes from a couple people during the uh, break um, uh, for, for the previous monologue. Here's, here's one. It's almost to the point where I kind of, I kind of wonder how far we're going. I just saw um, my, my good friend uh, uh, Chaz Anderson. Uh, who I knew when I was in the legislature, and who's a St. Cloud State grad and serves on our advisory council up here in the, up here at the university, um, just tweeted a story that was in uh, yesterday's uh, Washington Post um, that talks about the use of advanced artificial intelligence to assess a babysitter's personality, to screen to screen the Facebook of the of a babysitter candidate to see if they're likely to um li- likely to have engaged in disrespectful behavior um low uh whether or not they use drugs and and so on it's like okay so first of all i find that that remarkable that we now have that because it is a big deal if you're if you're a, if you're a mom or dad of small children yeah you know, okay you, you always have this risk who do i trust to watch my kid when i want to or need to go out it's not just it's not just i'm going out to dinner to have a nice evening with friends who watches my children when i go to to a wedding or a funeral who watches my children when i when when someone needs to go see the doctor or or something like that this is this is kind of important stuff uh, and, and so i just i just noticed this and thought this was i i, I noticed that as i was scrolling through uh twitter a moment ago i thought and i find i found that i find that really interesting it's also a little bit i don't know i find it a little bit frightening don't you that that someone is using ai to go through my go through my uh my facebook account and decide whether or not i'm a risk you know it's like well it's a little it's, at least it's voluntary yeah. china's developing social scores for for every citizen they say by 2021 or 2022 they will have all of these, the these uh, these social scores put in place for the Chinese government to use. Oh yeah, and, but there's not even any accountability on the processes that these machine learning devices use to determine who is and who's not eligible for things. Like, if you operate a bank and if you have the thing that determines how you get your loan based on machine learning, the system's a black box. If the person who is denied goes to them and asks for the reasons why, they're just going to get a bureaucratic answer that they were just selected no. Well, here's the thing, right? We have fair lending laws in in America and in most other countries too. So the question is, does does the fair lending laws of our country, which were developed, you know, back in the 70s and 80s to prevent banks from discriminating against people who live in in uh, largely uh, uh black or latino neighborhoods, could those now be turned to require those black boxes to be opened up and have uh, and have government inspect the inside? And would you like that answer? Probably not. Uh, my concern is that it's well. It's my understanding that there is functionally no way to open up that black box, and that with our current understanding of the technology, we're unable to determine how it makes its decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's. I think. I think the answer to that, Andrew, is to stop. Do we do we want people making that decision who could then answer the questions you have, or do we want to have a machine do it? Does it expand potentially the number of people that are able to get loans? Does it expand the number of people that can potentially be babysitters who can't otherwise demonstrate their their trustworthiness? Mm-hmm. And. Is that utility going to be able to provide more than those fringe edge cases that are the the complexities of that type of system? Right, right, because it's going to make two different types of errors, right? It's going to make the error of screening out somebody who actually is trustworthy, 
Mm-hmm. And it's going to make the mistake of screening in somebody who isn't trustworthy, mm-hmm. right? And 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 you know we I we somehow have this I think romantic notion that AI will do that better than humans do. <laughs> it's not necessarily true, right? So I I wonder, I wonder what's what's hap- what's happening there, mm-hmm. and it's why I have questions about about. Um, Many of the uh, things I see see discussing uh, discussing Brexit, I have I've had uh, we've had more activity this week, and we've actually got some some breaking news this morning for you on that on that front. But um, just to backtrack a couple days and bring you up to this point um, on um, on Thursday, uh, the the prime minister had gone and secured an uh, excuse me on wednesday the gov- the uh, the prime minister theresa may had gone and talked to european council negotiators led by uh, michel barnier and uh, and came back with uh, with an agreement on a political text now the political text isn't much it's just a sort of hey we agree to do this stuff in the future it's an agreement to agree later on it's it's largely um it's largely a, a piffle, and 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 because of that, there was an attempt, I think, to use the political declaration to give Theresa May some things she could take back and say, "See, I am negotiating harder," because the EU recognizes, and you should recognize, that the things in that that political declaration are just vague generalities. They don't really tell you very much of anything at all. And so once she had done that, she'd gone back and talked to her cabinet and and was ready to go address Parliament with it. She had come out in front of uh, the Prime Minister's residence at uh, 10 Downing uh, in London. And uh, and if we could find that statement and play that first, uh, uh, Andrew. Are we looking for the uh, caller clip or? No, no, the other one. Okay, one moment. And that was contained inside the same article that you provide me, correct? I think so, yes. Let's see if we can find find Theresa May. This is this was on Thursday uh, afternoon our time. So while you were enjoying your turkey, she was she was speaking in front of the in front of Ten Downing and talking to the press after briefing her cabinet. Thank you for your patience. Was this uh-huh. the most recent email that had been provided? No, this is the one I would have sent. Um, hang on. Um, uh, it says uh, audio from this video, please. Throughout these difficult and complex negotiations with the European Union, I have had one goal in mind, to honour the vote of the British people and deliver a good Brexit deal. Last week, we achieved a decisive breakthrough when we agreed with the European Commission the terms for our smooth and orderly exit from the EU. Alongside that withdrawal agreement, we published an outline political declaration setting out the framework for our future relationship. Last night in Brussels, I had a good detailed discussion with President Juncker in which I set out what was needed in that political declaration to deliver for the United Kingdom. We tasked our negotiating teams to continue working overnight. And as a result, the text of that declaration has been agreed between the European Union and the United Kingdom. I have just updated the Cabinet on progress and I'll be making a statement to the House of Commons later this afternoon. This is the right deal for the UK. It delivers on the vote of the referendum. It brings back control of our borders, our money and our laws. And it does so while protecting jobs, protecting our security and protecting the integrity of the United Kingdom. The agreement we've reached is between the UK and the European Commission. It is now up to the 27 leaders of the other EU member states to examine this agreement in the days leading up to the special EU Council meeting 
on Sunday. I will be speaking to my counterparts over that time, including meeting Chancellor Kurz of Austria here in Downing Street later today. Last night, I spoke to the Spanish Prime Minister, Pedro Sanchez, and I'm confident that on Sunday we'll be able to agree a deal that delivers for the whole UK family, including Gibraltar. On Saturday, I will return to Brussels for further meeting with President Juncker, where we will discuss how to bring this process to a conclusion in the interests of all our people. The British people want this to be settled. They want a good deal that sets us on course for a brighter future. That deal is within our grasp, and I am determined to deliver it. And so, and so that's Theresa May. That was Thursday. <clears throat> and you heard within that the, uh, the discussion about Gibraltar, which, of course, is a, is a British possession. And in the activity of taking the UK out of the EU, one would have thought Gibraltar would be would be part of that. But the, the, the Spanish Prime Minister right afterward comes out and says, Well, we haven't agreed on Gibraltar and I'm not going to sign off on this. And Angela Merkel says, Well, if the Spanish aren't if the Spanish aren't satisfied, then I'm not even showing up in Brussels on Sunday. So Within the last within the last hour, um, posted uh, by the Wall Street Journal, a story that 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 says a planned summit between the EU leaders and UK Prime Minister Theresa May will take place Sunday to endorse a negotiated Brexit deal after Spain obtained gear, extra guarantees over the status of Gibraltar. The UK government skipping some lines. The UK government gave written assur- reassurances that the future trade deal still to be negotiated with the EU after Brexit wouldn't automatically cover the same territory as Britain's withdrawal agreement with the EU, which does apply to Gibraltar. The UK of all parts of the said. In other words, they've agreed that, that Gibraltar doesn't automatically go, but it will be another piece of the negotiation okay there's some there's some again some very serious can kicking happening between uh, between between the two parties the it, it, just as soon as may thought she had come back to london with a piece of paper that she could use to quell her backbenchers um the spanish kicked her in the shins and now she's had to go back to Brussels, grovel once more to say, oh, no, 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 we can negotiate for Gibraltar later. Don't you worry. We just need, you just guys need to meet tomorrow. What, do you, what else do you need? It, um, she's not negotiating from position of strength. We'll have some more on this uh, right after these words from our sponsors here on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Want to maintain your mental sharpness as you age? Learn to dance. According to the New England Journal of Medicine, dancing is better for your brain than other recreational activities. Now you can learn to dance as a couple with this exclusive half-price offer from Business 1440 and American Classic Ballroom. Get 20 lessons for just $8.50. That's half price. American Classic Ballroom has developed the most effective method to teach you any dance style. 20 dance lessons for just $8.50 from Business 1440 and American Classic Ballroom. 651-405-8800. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-1-1 to 85850. Pro-life across America. 
I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. Step into Chet's Shoes, where good old-fashioned customer service is always in style. Check us out today for a custom-fitting and friendly one-on-one assistance. Chet's takes the time to get to know you and your job so that we can find you just the right boot. Our friendly staff knows the products we are selling and will never pressure you to buy anything. We've been finding people the appropriate footwear for over 70 years. In a world where people hide behind avatars and get lost in the aisles of a big box store, find friendly faces at Chet's who know and stand behind the products they sell. That's why if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. This, uh, it continues to be more and more interesting. Uh, the, um, it is hard to imagine how Brexit really, under the agreement that they have now, happens. What we're discussing here on the King Banyan Show here on Business 1440 this morning. Happy Thanksgiving weekend to you. Uh, one of the reasons I wanted to come in the, uh, to do the show today was that was that I knew that things would be would be moving along. One of the things that will probably fall below the radar for many people is the fact: in order to pass the Brexit bill, the government that the government that uh, is currently in power in in the UK is not just the Tories. The Tories do not have enough votes to pass their bills without any without any help from anybody else so they have uh there are 10 there are 10 members of parliament who are members of the democratic ulster party this is a this is a uh a small party based in northern ireland uh who while not agreeing to be part of a coalition government with with uh with the Tories in large part with the conservatives largely because they did not trust Theresa May on on this particular issue of Brexit they had agreed to supply her with votes in order to form a government and to be able to pass bills earlier this week a finance bill basically the what finances the government for the upcoming year was at least temporarily derailed when the DUP, the Democratic Ulster Party, the DUP chose not to supply votes to the budget bill. So at the moment, the bill, the uh, financing of the government in 2019 in the UK is being held up. And this was basically a demonstration of force to remind Ms. May about their displeasure with the Brexit agreement and the fact that they could they could bring her they could bring her down. Now they are strong unionists. They insist that Northern Ireland must be separate from the Republic of Ireland to the south. And this, again, as we talked about last week here on the show, this has roots. This has roots in the in the sectarian conflicts between Ireland and Northern Ireland back in the seventies and the eighties. Cured by the Good Friday Agreement in the nineteen nineties, at least they've come to some peace. And for the last nearly 30 years, there's been, there's been no violence between the two areas. There is fear in Northern Ireland that if they are required to, to be closer tied to the Republic of Ireland than they are to, to England, that this might reignite troubles between, between, the two, between the two halves of the Irish island. That 
they will not accept. And so you've got people out saying that at the, the DUP is having its, its convention this weekend. Who did they invite to be their keynote speaker? Boris Johnson, who had led the Brexit, the Leave movement in the, in the Brexit referendum in 2016, for a while was within uh, Theresa May's cabinet, but left, uh, but left noisily last year. And, f- and f- who has, from that moment on, simply carped at, um, at uh, Theresa May about the agreements that are forthcoming. He hasn't spoken at the convention yet. He's supposed to sometime in the next uh, six hours or so. Um, I'm actually, I actually will try to get a recording of it, and if there's anything interesting, you'll hear from us next week about that here on the on the King Banyan Show. But uh, in the in the meantime, uh, I'm just I'm just reading through the stories here. Um, they want basically they want to avoid the the checkpoints, and this is the idea of having the backstop. The backstop uh, is to suggest that the entire UK will be will be in a customs union until a better solution is found. And when they say, so what's the better solution? What's your idea for what the better solution will be? Theresa May says, well, technology will solve this for us. We're going to figure this out. Technology will take care of this issue. Well, we just had this conversation in the previous segment. I didn't talk about about the AI story with with babysitters for, for nothing. The technology that you imagine might solve this problem someday in the future um, could come with all these strings attached that make it not ne- necessarily very desirable. And so the people that don't like May's, May's proposed solution say, look, you don't know what the technology is. The technology may have some, may have some uh, uh, side effects that we really, really don't like. And you're basically saying we can't leave the EU customs union until such time as we come up with something we all agree is better. Well, that's really not an agreement at all. So, so she is she is being asked far and wide questions about about the deal. One thing we heard uh, was she was on uh, BBC Radio yesterday, and I find this piece I find this interesting on a couple of levels. She's taking calls from from listeners to the BBC. And and this is going to be a question and an answer from one caller. Let's play that clip, uh, Andrew, right now. You got it. Good afternoon, Prime Minister. Afternoon. We all know that you voted to remain in the EU and you have now accepted the referendum result to leave without any political waffle or convoluted answer just between the two of us, what, in your honest opinion, is better for the UK, your deal or the deal we had if we'd stayed in the EU? Well, I'm, I honestly believe that I'm getting what is, going, what is a good deal for the UK. And I recognise that there were aspects of, of being in the European Union that caused people real concern, and free movement was one of those. When I um, came out, when I, I gave a speech where, at the beginning of the referendum campaign when I explained why I was voting for Remain, and actually I wasn't one of those who said, um, you know, if we, if we leave the European Union, it will be really bad for the UK. I actually said the sky won't fall in and we will be able to create... It'll be a different world for us outside the European Union, but it will be a good one. And I believe we can really build on what, uh, what we're doing and... Uh, one of those examples is actually the trade we can do, uh, trade partnerships we can develop around the rest of the world. I genuinely believe there's a bright future for this country and our best days lie ahead of us. Michael, has the Prime Minister actually answered your question? Stop. No. <laughs> Stop. OK. Isn't that remarkable? That's just remarkable. All right. Uh, and I remind you, the BBC is public, is public radio and television. So she's a government employee, and she basically says, hey, did my boss answer your question for you? Now, I understand they have civil service, service law, and you can't just say, okay, you, okay, you cheeky announcer, you're out. Go away. Um, but here's the thing, right? She did give the answer. Right? The answer she gives is this. The answer she says is, 
Yeah, I think on balance, I would have preferred to remain. And I don't think she's actually saying she's changed her mind on that. I didn't hear her say she changed her mind. But what she said was, I'm trying to get the very best parts of what leaving would mean, which is the free movement of limiting free movement of, of people to, to basically to curtail immigration from the continent into, into uh, Britain, or at least gain control over that so that you can, you can sort of decide, I want high-skilled individuals to come in and, and let them immigrate, immigrate into the country, but low-skilled individuals I'd like to screen. And, and maybe maybe say no to some of them, which she can't do right now. And she wants to be able to negotiate trade deals with other people. She said both those things. Those are the good parts of it. What they want her to say is, you'd have been better off not, not we'd have been better off not passing the referendum. They want the prime minister to tell 52% of the voters, you're wrong. Well, I only spent a couple years as a politician, but I, I, and I didn't learn very much. But one thing I learned is telling voters they're wrong is not a winning strategy. Go ahead and play the rest of the answer, Andrew. You got it. Prime Minister, no, you've I, not answered Michael's question there. Go no, on. I appreciate what you're saying, Prime Minister, but I would still like to know what you think, whether we would be better off if we'd stayed in the EU or we will be better off with your deal. No, I think we'll be I think we will be better off in a situation which we'll have outside the European Union where we have control of all those things and are able to trade around the rest of the world. I was one of those people who said that as I've just said, that it wasn't going to be the case that outside the European Union we were going to have the sort of problems that some other people said we would. Um, look, I think... It, but it's different. You say, are we better off, better off? Actually, it's a different sort of environment and a, a, a different approach that we'll be taking to things. What will make us better off is not so much about whether we're in the EU or not. It's about what we can do for our economy. It's about what we can do for our prosperity. That's about things like our industrial strategy as a government. It's about ensuring we're at the leading edge of key technologies and developments such as, you know, um, uh, autonomous vehicles, um, battery technology, artificial intelligence. These are the things that will make us better off. So it's less about whether we're in or out of the European Union. We want a good trade relationship with the EU, good trade relationships about the rest of the world, but it's what we do. Our future's in our hands, and that's what's important. And, and that is something you don't get if you stay in the EU. So in her second answer, I think she actually does come out and say, well... We might be better off outside of the EU because I think maybe we're going to make better choices in making our making our country more productive than the EU will make for its remaining 27 members. An example of that coming up right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. 
Hairloss.com. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need more hair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need more hair.com. Here at the Kingdom Builders, relationships are more important than sales figures. We're not real interested in doing these commercials to pull you in with marketing. We're more interested in having an opportunity to reach out and establish a relationship with you. Matthew, my son-in-law, now works a lot in the office with me, and our goal is really to be great ambassadors for the Lord Jesus. We don't want to put our light under a bushel basket. Yeah, I've just really enjoyed talking with customers and seeing what their problems are and trying to fix those for them, trying to get peace of mind with the issues they're having with their home. We think the business part will come naturally if we have a good, solid relationship with you and establish a level of trust. We've just been immensely blessed with all the people that we've met in the past few years, and we look forward to growing our family of customers. We'd like the opportunity just to look at your roof, your gutters, whatever it might be. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. Welcome back, King Bang Show, Business 1440. So, we are talking about, about Brexit again, because tomorrow they will meet, and it would appear, unless someone else engages in uh, a last-minute ultimatum game with uh, Theresa May, who seems determined just to get through the weekend with her agreement intact, uh, and then try to fight it out to pass it um, in December, uh, we'll see. We'll see if it passes, and and maybe we'll get a week or two where we're not talking about this while while the internal politics of of the UK go on. I think this really is one of the major stories right now. I think it's bigger than bigger than the collapse of oil prices. I think it's bigger than what's happening with trade right now. I think this is I think this is a major is a major issue because it disrupts. Um, an economy that challenged, you know, if you think about the entirety of Europe, um, that economy challenges China and the U.S. in size um, and coverage of the number of people that live within it. So I think it is important, and I think it's got the potential to be tremendously disruptive as a result. But here's just one example of the kinds of things you're tr- that you would get control of. A uh, an editorial in yesterday's, um, excuse me, in in uh, in uh, this weekend's uh, Wall Street Journal, uh, called the co- titled "The Cost of the Euro." Okay, the euro turns twenty on in January. The reason it was passed was basically to take the credibility of the most conservative central bank in in Europe, which was the Bundesbank in Germany. And in return for control over fiscal deficits and so forth, and and spending, basically create a Bundesbank for all of Europe, okay, which is what we call the European Central Bank, okay. It's not by accident that it's traditionally had in its leadership uh, people that come out of the German banking community, as well as as well as the French. The French sometimes are in front because the French ins- believe that they're they're equal to the to the Germans in this arrangement they're not but that said um, uh, they are they are they are now proposing to create a pool of money uh, that would be uh, would be created within the EU's existing budget exclusively for public works or other investment projects in the euro member euro members areas in other words they want to get into the business of 
doing public investment, which is likely to lead to the EU imposing direct taxes. The EU relies right now on contributions from the member states. It's constructed somewhat like the Confederation of States that exists in the United States between the end of the Revolutionary War and the, and the, and the ratification of the U.S. Constitution, which was weak and ineffective but allowed each state to maintain its, itself as a sovereign. That is what's, that's, that's what they have right now, and their intent, and particularly for Emmanuel Macron, this has always been the intent, has been to, to move down in that direction. Now, if you're Britain, you have, don't you have to ask yourself, why would I sign up for that? Okay. So the, so the larger, the, the, the biggest problem here is that, is that what has happened, I'll just read a paragraph from you, the paragraph from this, this editorial, what's happened is they've strayed from what the original intent of the Eurozone was to be. Rules capping fiscal deficits at 3% of GDP and total debt at 60% of GDP were supposed to keep countries on the straight and narrow. Those promises would have produced a stronger Eurozone if they'd been kept. But these promises were honored in the breach of the years in the breach in the years before the financial panic of 2008, then ignored entirely with fiscal transfers to keep Greece and others inside the Eurozone. If the leader if leaders won't run the Euro in a way that profligate productivity laggards can drop out, then taxpayers in healthier states will inevitably have to open their checkbooks. And you wonder, why then would would, uh, people in in the UK choose to do this? They don't want to pay for for Greece. And that's small. That's a small bill. What happens if they have to pay for Italy? Or what happens if they actually have to pay for Spain? Which thinks it's out of the woods, but in fact probably is not. That that would strike me as being the bigger issue uh, that, that we see coming down the road. And thus, I, you know, I, I still think they are better off. I think Theresa May was right. They're better off outside than inside. Meanwhile, back here in the United States, we're continuing to hear people saying a recession is coming. Is it? That'll be in the next hour of the King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work. Because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. 
This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. In the midterms, Democrats captured nearly 40 seats previously held by Republicans, but those losses weren't spread evenly across the country. California, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania each flipped four seats to the Dems, and Virginia delivered three. These results reflected the flawed, flailing candidates at the top of the ticket. Gubernatorial nominees in California and Pennsylvania both lost by more than 17 percentage points. The U.S. Senate candidate in Virginia lost by 16, and even scandal-tarred Democrats Senator Bob Menendez crushed his New Jersey challenger by 11. Such non-competitive statewide races discourage loyal Republicans from bothering to vote, dooming down-ballot candidates. To take back the House in 2020, the GOP needs not only a strong race by the president, but credible, energetic nominees for governor and Senate in every state to give House candidates a shot at success. I'm Michael Medved. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Business 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.